All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're just talking about Michael Fassbender. I'm not talking about him in the best light either, but I'm going to say this. Michael Fassbender, he don't want me to like him. You know, and I, I've, I've tried. I've tried. I, Damn. I, I, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. I, I've hated this man ever since 12 years a slave, man. I mean, he just was too good as that old racist slave owner out there beating these black people up and threatening them and everything. <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate him. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't know if he's a nice guy or not, but I don't like him because of that role right there. You think he was acting in that movie? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> There's something about that role was just too convincing. So I, 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 don't, I don't like it. I've just been, I've been very suspicious of this man. But then again, you know, I've tried to pull back. I've tried to be like, hey, listen, he's just acting. But even then, you know, I, I realize and say, wow, you know what? Corey, you know, just be cool, man. Like the guy. Y'all have a lot of things in common. Uh, he once played a uh, sex crazed, depraved. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that movie about you. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> sex, uh, the sex, sex depraved, the, the fiend like lurking the streets, looking to stick it in anything. And I was like, damn, that's me. <laughs> yeah, he was your spirit animal. He back was, then. man. I'm like, you know what? I was like, that's another reason why I don't like him. He reminds me of the worst parts of myself. <laughs> Shit, just fiendishly just going through the streets looking for sex. I was like, shit, I used to do that. I even had that same look in the morning. I was like, damn, why'd I do that? <laughs> yeah, man, shame. Yeah, you know, the only thing is he got paid for it. <laughs> I lost money on mine, but but yeah. You didn't do it right. Yeah, no, I did not, man. Yeah, they should be, you know what? You can actually take this and say the Corey Coleman story. <laughs> you can put my name under there. I was like, so even then, man. It's like he just reminds me of the worst parts of myself. I can't even like him for that. Even when we have something in common. And now, and now he's a murderer. But unlike a sex addict or a racist, this is his job right here. He gets paid for this. So, you know, I'll cut him some slack since that's his, uh, <laughs> his profession. That's his, yeah, that's his livelihood right there. That's like his body. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah, listen. His, his livelihood is other people's unlikely. <laughs> hey, you know, look, man, it's just a job. All right. Come sure. On. Come it's on. a living. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, the way he talks, the way he tells you, you know, he you think he's very good at what he does, too. Now, that's another thing we're going to talk about. But whether he's great at this job or not, it's about to become jeopardized when he botches up one assassination which sets off all these events that at this point makes things more personal for him. And so now he's on a mission to track down and kill everyone that he feels has crossed a line with him, even though he's the one that messed up that job. <laughs> so, hey, everybody can have an off day. That is true, man. That is very true. Again, it's just, just, it's, it's just a job, y'all. All right. No hard feelings. <laughs> no hard feelings on that one, you know. Hey, we all make mistakes. <laughs> so, so let's, Some of us every day or yeah. every other day. <laughs> Some people say I'm a mistake. Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for David Fincher's latest film on Netflix. You know, he's got this big deal with Netflix and doing a lot of stuff for them. Most most of it has been pretty good. You know, uh, some things people have been split on. But, you know, for the most part, people say you've been making some some genuine work on there. You know, you haven't sold out or anything like that. What about this film right here? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for The Killer, and we'll be back with our review. I find music a useful distraction, a focused tool, keeps the inner voice from wandering.
it takes. My process is purely logistical. If I'm effective, it's because of one simple fact. I don't give a For what it's worth, I would never have involved your female friend. Forbid empathy. Please. Trust no one. Fight only the battle you're paid to fight. This is what it takes if you want to succeed. Hey. So I read someone describe this as a comedy. What? And I said, I don't know what the word. Where the hell you get it? I was like, <laughs> there is one slightly comedic element to this. This is not in no way yeah. a comedy. No. I'm like, I don't, serious I, as fuck. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know what kind of jokes you telling, but <laughs> I said, I, I, I don't know what kind of humor you got. I was like, I don't, I don't ever want to hear none of your jokes, man. Right? But yeah, I don't know what the, that, in fact, that was the funniest joke I heard. This is a comedy. I was like, the fuck you talking about? I said, you know what? Even I even had to, I had to sit back and think about this movie for a while because it's such a cold hearted movie, man. I mean, and this, and this character is such an, uh, he's such an unrelatable character. Cause he's so cold. He's got such little humanity inside of him. Uh, it, it is so cold that I didn't know if I was enjoying the film or not, but I will say that, you know, little things I started noticing in the movie, you know, it's with him, this character that he plays, which by the way, has no name uh, in the movie. Uh, you know, we never learned his name, but you know, I enjoy putting together my own thoughts about what was going on with him uh, because First, you have to listen to his inner monologues and decide, you know, is he as cool and professional as he thinks he is or is he full of shit? <laughs> you know, is this, <laughs> is, because it's as in the beginning of the movie, he starts, you, you can see uh, with the trailer, I heard in the trailer, like he's, a lot of this is uh, it's narration. It's narration inside his head. Like I said, inner monologues, you know, it's a lot of him, you know, talking to himself inside his head. And at the beginning of the movie, He's talking some cool shit, man. He's sitting up here talking about how cool and zen and professional you have to be to do this job. And I'm buying it, man. You know, I'm, I'm sitting up here taking his word for it. Hey, he's the professional, not me. But the more he sets up a certain shot in the movie for a kill that he's about to do, you know, uh, listen, I don't want to tell him how to do his job. <laughs> but, but I was like, you know what? I said, uh, that don't really look 
like a good angle right there and even stop looking at them titties, man. <laughs> 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 you distracted. getting distracted, man. You know, come on, man. Let's let's get it together. I was like, but hey, 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 you know what? But oh, you you are telling Michael Fassbender to not look at the titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, have we have we not learned anything, man? I mean, that's a whole movie made about us. Let's stop looking at titties and focus on this job right here. Uh, and, and I said, you know what? Uh, but hey, he's a professional. Let me shut the hell up and let this man do his job. And I'd be goddamn it, he didn't fuck that job up. <laughs> if he if he did not mess that job up, just kind of like I expected him to. And there's other places in the movie where he doesn't really calculate something right. He messes up something here and there. Uh, he says there's no 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 such thing as luck. Yet he's getting by on luck all the time. <laughs> And I just started thinking. I said, you know what? I don't think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he kind of felt like a, a badass Mr. Magoo in a way. Like, <laughs> even though he's kind of fucking up, it's like he's not falling, you know? <laughs> no, no. But then he has this code. This code of uh, stick to the plan. Trust no one. Forbid empathy. Anticipate. Don't, in, don't improvise. And sticking to that code actually keeps him alive. And I was like, okay, that's fascinating. You know, he's some parts he really sounds like he's contradicting himself, but right here, he's he's on point. He and he has a point. And it sucks because it's keeping him alive, but that means that innocent people might have to die. And and then I'm kind of uh, at a uh, another little quandary myself because I'm thinking like, well, you know, I'm disgusted by him having to probably kill innocent people, but understand why he does. <laughs> you know, it's like he has to do it. Well, well but if you notice. He goes out of his way to try to not kill innocent people. That man, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not saying. I, I mean, I, I mean, with the first kill, you know that that's a that's a mistake. That was a job. Yeah. Also, yeah. there was okay. So I'm only saying there's only one part. There's one part where he, where I said, man, you didn't have to do him like that. <laughs> but but I might be missing something. Maybe this person had it coming. I don't know. Because I was looking at some of this, I was like, damn, you know, this person, I can understand. You can use the rationalization that these are bad people and have it coming. But then I was like, damn, did that person deserve to die, though? And did they really have it coming that way? I mean, for the most part, he's either taking out somebody he was paid to or someone who he thinks might be coming after him. Or there's, 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 there's people that, well, this person has nothing to do with this. They're innocent, but you might talk. Yeah, you know, collateral damage. Yeah, collateral damage. And I'm sorry, but you got to go. And that's where I was just kind of like, shit, you know. Well, that oh, sucks. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but that person is part of the whole. That, that person's not innocent. You don't think so? If, if, if it's who we think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, <clears throat> I, I don't think they necessarily deserve death, but they weren't innocent. Because they they know it what they're what they're a part of. We're not talking about the same person. Oh, we're not. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> I know you think. I know you thinking of. Okay. No, there's one person. I was just kind of like, man, this dude just got caught up. Okay. And I was like, but I. That sucks, oh, man. You shouldn't have to do oh, it. I know, I, oh, I okay. I know you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that's your job. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but you know, it, it is a it is a yeah. That's that that sucks. But when you really look at it, you're like, there's no choice. There's no choice. Like, no sense. If, if I don't do this, then everything. He's sticking apart. by his code, and that code is keeping him alive. And it's just, see, now this is the thing with the movie where, you know, these are these are little details that are left to yourself. And I was just telling uh, Julian over here, I was like, 
man, I appreciate movies that don't spell it out for us. Mm -hmm. Leave me to get my morals together. Leave me to make my decisions right here. If I'm a, you know, if I'm a shitty person because I'm trying to justify what he does, then let me make that decision for myself. You know, this movie really leaves those details to you to put it all together and make your, almost make your own kind of outcome in a way. Yeah, I mean, I thought the movie was really brave about being subtle. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I was glad I was able to watch at home so I could, like, just rewind, like, 10 seconds be like, what did he do there? Because it, it, it moves so fast. But yeah. it is confident in its audience paying attention to this, for sure. Yeah. You, so, Martin, what you feel about this? I don't uh, know you watched this. Well, okay, so as uh, somewhat of a counter to what you're saying about how, you know, he has all these systems and then he blows that job. Mm -hmm. it, it seemed like it, like, it's almost like, hey, man, you can have all the systems in the world and they will make you the best at what you can be. Mm -hmm. But nobody's perfect. <laughs> and, I mean, he got hired because he's he's been perfect up to this point. But it, that, that first blown job was just like, nobody's perfect for mm -hmm. all your planning. And he was he was in that spot for too long. I, I think he yeah. was just he's just so used to like getting in, doing his thing, moving on. This was one of those where you got to wait it out. You got to wait it out. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and, See, he and, could look at that ass right there. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> that shit happens. <laughs> yeah. But but, you know, I mean, you, you know, you watch that. You're tense because you're like, OK, this none of this is ideal, but this is the only chance you got. And if this window closes, then you can't do this job at all. Yeah. So you yeah. can see. So knowing all the system he has and how his reputation is, it's a big deal to watch him blow that and go like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Now yeah. what? Uh, but I I really dug this movie in as much as I was like, you know what? This movie asked the question, why is Michael Fassbender not being considered for James Bond? Let me tell you everybody else except him. And watching this, I was like, this has all the elements I would want in a James Bond movie. The different locations, the guy who's a professional, he's got the license to kill. Uh, he seems to know what he's doing. And sometimes things don't go right. Yeah, it's funny because everybody was talking about how they had their different interpretations of what they see, you know, this this, this being related to. Like you have James Bond, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, like these guys were talking about how it's like they, they, you compare it to video games. Well, well, what I was comparing it to is just the style of the narrative, the way that it's told. It was reminiscent, I thought, of kind of like Max Payne, you know, like mm -hmm. the way that he would narrate in his head. Like they're two completely different characters, but the way that the story is told, like he had a, the way that it's been put, like those sardonic quips, you know, yeah. like uh, Michael Fassbender is like he goes to New Orleans and he's like, there's a thousand restaurants and they all have the same menu, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. And Max Payne says shit like that. Yeah, so I thought that was neat. Well, Max Payne, you know, he's kind of sort of like Sin City and that he's doing kind of a, a riff on the heart. Hardball, yeah, film noir. That's what I was saying. Like, it's not uncommon to have that hardball film noir, you know, kind of talk. You know, like yeah. Oh, but this it's is... also a surprisingly oh, nuanced yeah, term. Yeah. There's two types of people: those who spend their lives trying to build a future, and those who spend their lives trying to rebuild the past. I'm gonna take any guy coming from a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know. You start drinking, you get philosophical. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, like you narrate shit. Nobody's listening. <laughs> I, should, I should write this down. This is a great screenplay. <laughs> I stand by my point. No, well, this is this is loosely based on a French comic called The Killer that has really? several graphic novels. Yeah, and yeah, there it is, right there. Yeah, and it's funny because the the actual killer, like you see him in, in Shadow, there, but he just looks like a a nerdy dude. It's just treated like this is his job. He goes around. He does these things. He goes to different locations. And it's constant his narration. Uh, oh, it's a it's a great uh, series to read if you ever want to. Yeah, I actually want to check it out. No, I do. Oh, oh, you you 
Maybe you dig it the most. Uh, no, no, I, I really, because I really like this movie. And it's, it's funny because this is a movie I had to like, I, I had to get the review ready today, but I had to take like about 30 minutes to think about it, really put my thoughts about it. You that's know. good. Yeah, no, I, and I love when a movie makes me think. Because yeah. I was like, you know, I'm questioning the morality of this character. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, and I'm, but I'm like, the movie's called The Killer. I mean, you know, first of all, and we're supposed to be looking at the, uh, you know, a person who's not supposed to be a likable person. You know, he's not supposed to be relatable at all. Mm -hmm. You know, his morals are not supposed to be mine. You know, we're looking at a person who does these killings for for work. And uh, it's almost like a character study of somebody who has done this for so long that they have become detached yeah. from uh, from any kind of emotions. Like he's he's worked himself into being a psychopath. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He's crushed. He's killed any kind of soul with that that he's had within him. And, you know, and, and, and the point of that is that now he's he's this person who can't feel anything and then this is my interpretation of it mm -hmm. he can't feel anything so now he's wondering am i even going to be able to, to 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 do these jobs now you know because am i losing it am i losing my cool because and i you know i'm am i becoming so detached i'm becoming detached from the work i think it's so funny that you you keep saying that he's not relatable but the movie makes a point to say you know like look at this guy he does a lot of things that people all over the world do. And, and I think that it has to do with uh, Fincher's direction. And he always, you know, has commentary about like society and, mm -hmm. and things, but like the way that he's eating McDonald's and stuff like that. And, and yeah. as the movie yeah. goes on and makes commentary on, on just like, you know, people. Well, I, I love how he eats McDonald's, but it's very much, I just eat the, eat, eat the protein. Yeah, I don't eat no carbs. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, he no still carbs. eats it like a psychopath for sure. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a crazy person. Well, well it's one of these things, and, and this happens in movies a, a lot where you have the, the elite assassin, but they always, they, they build in some things where it's like, yes, but I don't kill children. <clears throat> yes, but I don't kill women. Uh, and his is more of a, I only kill the job, the people I'm, I have a job. And outside of that, I have a girlfriend and I care about her and I have a code. So they, they put those things in there and it's a it's the kind of thing where it, it, it kind of circumvents your moral code because you go like, well, he's got a code, though, and I can yeah. I can relate to that. And see, see, these other people, I don't know about them, but he's got a code. But, yeah. but to your yeah. point, just doing that job, it's not like you become a psychopath. You have to be a psychopath to do that. There's just, a certain part of you that has to be gone already. To, to, yeah. to, to take another human life and yeah. then move on with your Go on with your life like nothing else. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kill someone and then go into Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. He, he. I mean, uh, a little bit of a spoiler. He does have a code. He doesn't kill dogs. <laughs> I mean, he he lets dogs dogs go easy, man. Man, ap after I am legend, nobody kills dogs no. anymore. Oh hell no, no you better not. You said, I, and I did. I guarantee you, David Fincher wanted to kill a lot of dogs in this movie. They said, as a matter of fact. There's a dog in this movie that deserves to die. <laughs> I admit it. You know what? I love dogs. And I don't like seeing dogs killed in movies. And I said, but if you kill that, that dog, dog right there, I can't blame you, man. Yeah. <laughs> that dog was a dick. Yeah, that dog was awesome. It was no, scary dog, as hell. There, there is a moment in there. I was like, is this about to happen? And the dog has his moment. Like, he shines. Yeah, because the, oh, yeah, yeah, the dog is like, oh, I'm going to go down. And he's like, no, no. I'm back. <laughs> Where you at, bitch? Yeah, it's like a dog jumps through the movie <laughs> coming at you. They have a badass dog in this movie, man. That dog, that, he tried to sedate that dog. That dog woke up and <laughs> <laughs> That, bitch. <laughs> he, that dog was busted through glass and walls. Shit, that dog should be the next Hulk in the Avengers, right. man. Um. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, uh, that, shit, there he is. That dog right there. That dog just got through uh, bench pressing with the ref. <laughs> <Right? laughs> <I know. laughs> He's out there with Julian in your garage. <laughs> but the thing about him being so cold and callous now, just inhuman at this point, because he has no human emotions hardly. Uh, it's still it's it's fascinating to see him work because he's all about the work, mm-hmm. and he's clearly on the verge of losing it somehow, or at, least, or at least he feels it. Because and for him, I think the reason why he feels that he's uh he's losing it is because he was so cool and calculated about the job before, but now this is it's interesting to see where this movie turns because you think that you're going to watch a movie where this is a man on the run because he messed up a job. No. He, he, he says uh, he messes up the job and like, bitch, I wish you would come after me. You know? <laughs> and it's then they try to and it goes and they mess up the job. They do something they probably shouldn't have done. And now he's after them. So this is a revenge story. Now, here's the thing. This man wants to feel nothing. But because it's a revenge story, now he starts to feel anger. And I don't think I read it that he doesn't like that because he has to seek revenge. Revenge is personal, requires you to be angry. But he has to treat the job like it's not personal. You know, he has to treat this in a way where he can't have any kind of feelings in here. Otherwise, it's going to go against the, the code that he tells himself that, that has kept him alive so long. Interesting take on that that I, that I thought, which is what makes this movie. Details like that make this movie great. Yes, yeah, the little details like that, because it's it, it's almost like like really that 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 second half of the job. It's not so much about revenge. It's about self-preservation. Like they want to come after me. I'm going to take them out first. But the anger with the revenge is the kind of thing that's bubbling over. Yeah. And it's like, I got to control that. It's going to so get can, me killed. Mm-hmm, so I can do, you know, I can be efficient at what I do. Yeah. Uh, also, love the fight he had with the guy who owned the dog. Yeah. I was like, man, now this is a real fight. This isn't just two dudes trading punches. Mm-hmm. It it reminded is, me, it's, a, it's a real scrap. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. reminded me of the raid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, they shaking that whole house. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was great. You know, another thing that's uh, funny that's kind of a, a, it's a contradiction to his character. Uh, the music that he listens to, his soundtrack for murder, <laughs> because he listens to the most emo ass music out there. He loves to listen to the Smiths. And if, if people, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays nothing but the Smiths. For people who know the Smiths, you've heard some music up there. You've heard this song before. There's no sad ass music while he's trying Damn, to have no wow. emotions and everything. Just made it seem so I, much less badass. No, <laughs> it's so cool. No, in the movie. I, I, I fucking love that song, but I've never seen that video before. <laughs> yeah. You just ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean, Martin? <laughs> Damn, man. Damn it. Shit, that Molly just kicked in. Look at him. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Fassbender is great. I have to tell you that. I mean, it's the, because his looks are crazy in here, man. I mean, he's, he's, his eyes are so dead, and it conveys how cold he's gotten. 
Uh, shit, I'm st- he's done this so much. I'm starting to think his ass is really crazy. <laughs> Been taking all these movies where he's going to. You know, seen the signs, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. But David Fincher does like an exceptional job of directing him in this movie to like really because you kind of like him at first, and then as it goes on, like by the end of the movie, I I found him genuinely scary. Like I was trying to think, like what is another protagonist that mm-hmm. by the end it's like I I'm afraid of this guy Mm -hmm. i agree and there's a really good scene in here man uh see if i have it over here it's with him and uh there she is with him and tilda swinton oh yeah that scene was great and you know what that scene is awesome because it's uh it's intense and it it really does convey everything that he's that he the cult that he lives by you know in that one scene and their profession yep oh yeah that is true because all these people try to justify that they're good people at some point. And it's, it's like, no, 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 you're not. No, you're not. And the ending I thought was great because uh, it plays into it plays into something that he a piece of advice he was trying to give us earlier. And it makes you mad because it's like, damn, you know, I, I, I can't say nothing. But it, it's like, I, you know, if we had a sport, I could tell you he said something at the beginning of the movie. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying. Everybody says that. And it's like. Nah, you know, it's right. Even when even in your profession, even you have to acknowledge like I, there's only so far I can go with certain people. Some of these people deserve to die the most. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Oh, uh, you talking about the look of the film. Yeah, oh man, I think that David Fincher just home run as mm-hmm. far as the framing goes. I mean, I was always told in film school like the the goal is to be tricky of take the frame and put more frames inside of the frame. And this movie does that so beautifully. I mean, the the movie opens with the guy looking through a window. And what's watching a movie? Looking through a window. It it is. It's so nuanced and subtle and just beautiful in every single shot. And it just it sucks you in. It's crazy how Dave Fincher's movies seriously feel like drugs. Like I, I couldn't uh, look away. I was uh, drawn in. You know, he, he David Fincher also. This is another trademark of his. That dirty fish tank look, where it looked like everything <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. covered in fish shit and algae. <laughs> so, which that's his look. You know, that's that's cool. He found a way to make color pop in this. I thought. No, it's a sharp looking film, man. It's it's funny because people are like oh, it was just another you know Fincher film. I was like, it is. But it didn't remind me of a David Fincher film. It, it felt a lot more low key mm-hmm. than some than so many of his other films are. And yet, watching it, it's like there's a professional at work. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. master! Like this, this is something that <coughs> made to look easy when it's not. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I 100 percent agree. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know, I took a smoke break. I don't even smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I took a smoke break. Took out to you know, took some time to think about this movie, and it quickly be- became a uh, full price for me. You know, once I st- started thinking about it, because I, I, you know, I look at, you know, when a character. I, not only can I not relate to them, but if I find them just kind of a disgusting character, you know, I have to like pull back and say, all right, is this on, is this done intentionally? And uh, yeah, you know, I'm not supposed to like this character. I'm not supposed to feel any kind of, you know, uh, sympathy for this character at all. You know, or maybe I am, you know, but I, you know, I took away my own emotions from it. And really, like I said, you know, I think this is something where people can all watch this and get kind of a different meaning from this character's approach to how he does his job, his approach to life. Uh, you know, uh, are taking a life, you know, and and uh, also, like I said, man, it's just in addition to being a smart movie, the action here is good. You know, there's a lot of great chase scenes, a lot of great fights. So they don't think we're sitting up here talking about some art film. Where you have to sit back and it's them just talking about, you know, 
meditating, meditating on life and death no, and all that kind no. of shit. No, no, ain't no meditating at all. See, I better, like, I better kill this motherfucker before they kill me. <laughs> no, it's uh, no, it's good. It's very. I, I thought it was very good. It's very tense throughout. I mm-hmm. mean, it, you are just on the edge of your seat and just watching this guy at work. It's like the movie is accidentally watching a killer just do his job. And yeah. it is. It's hypnotizing. Yeah, no, no. It's a great movie to be for that whole theme of inside the mind of a killer. This is up there, man. It's a full price for me. I like this. Yeah, I, I felt it was a full price, too. It's, uh, you know, in the midst of all these uh, super commercial movies, I got to see four movies that aren't so commercial and all four of them are good. And, and this one is one at the, at the top of that. And yeah, like you said, it's it's really interesting to just sit and watch. Yeah, Julian, you're right. It's tense the whole way through. But you're watching a professional work. And just because you see him fuck up with that first kill, <laughs> don't 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 yeah. don't sleep on him thinking like oh, he don't know what he's doing. He, he yeah. Like work yeah. 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 yeah, don't count him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. a great point because I thought he was gonna be silly through the whole thing. It's like nah, no. you know you know what he's doing. You know he's doing. That's why that's why they hired him. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> it was a real big mistake to say like clean him out. It's like okay, uh, I don't know that you should have done that. But uh, yeah, man, and it's not even a very long movie. Uh, it, I, I'm saying that for your benefit because I know that's what the first thing you worry about. <laughs> the, the, the credits it's, it's, it's come up. Hours, the credits come up an hour and fifty minutes in. Yeah, yeah it's like two hours. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's less than that. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 tight. It's well shot, and uh, yeah, yeah, and it tests your morals. You know, it. You know, you kind of figure out who you are, or maybe you're just somebody who who wants to go along with a killer. It, it's like when you watch a. a an equalizer movie. You just want to, <laughs> yeah. you just want to, you're just there for the thrills and it, it delivers on all that too. But it's, it's headier than that. And I really appreciate it. Full price. Yeah. I think that, uh, Fincher <laughs> is just incredible in this movie with playing with perspective, you know, like there in every sense, you know, with the sound, with the shots, like you really, you, you really feel like you're right there with them. And I was just blown away by this. I mean, th- I haven't, this really gave me that feeling that I got when I was watching something like The Dark Knight, where I was just like, oh my God, like the whole time. And just the way that it would constantly be surprising me. And and we didn't mention it all, but having one of the best tables of 2023 in any movie. <laughs> that scene, I just, little touches like that, when they're able to have moments that are unpredictable in a scene, where you're like, what is he doing? Like that gun is too low and they flips the switch. It's just like, the table comes up mm-hmm. little touches like that the movie is filled to the brim with them and i i was just like taken aback watching this like when it was done i had other stuff i wanted to watch but i was like i can't i, I need to sit here and just think about all these amazing shots and this this <clears throat> is a perfect example of why i love movies this guy understands the language of film he knows what he's doing it is a unique take on this type of character Michael Fassbender is going to get a nomination for best actor. And he, if not, he fucking deserves it. I, I, I hate that, you know, I gave something a better than sex, like, you know, on that South Park special, but like, as far as movies, this is top two movies of the year for me. This is a better than sex across the board. Like you are in for a goddamn treat. Thank you, Netflix, for finally putting out some more good stuff. Here's Netflix. Oh, I know. You're going to rewatch this and you're going to be like, man, this is pretty good. Good. Check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> no, no, I'm glad you liked it. Glad, glad you, you had a good time. Well, there you go, folks. 